0: We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI's Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourselves and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter.
1: to make that confession of faith tonight.
0: Making it okay through this Pandemic, hallelujah They just locked us back up here On the west coast, I'm not Quite sure what's taking place On the east coast, but I know that uh, They're trying to put us back In our homes, so we were out On parole for a little while, now we gotta Go back to jail, get locked back up I'll tell you this, much, I don't gain too much Weight, amen, so I'm gonna Start walking and Trying to do some things to get rid Of this gut that grew in the last seven or eight months, amen, hallelujah, but we're going to go ahead and play a song here real quick before we get started, amen, hallelujah, break the ice and let the spirit of the Lord, come in, hallelujah, where would we go if it wasn't for the Lord, where would
1: we run to, hallelujah.
0: Lord, hallelujah, for the testing of our faith. Father, we thank you for the test, Lord God. And if we didn't pass the test, Lord God, forgive us. We repent. Give us the ability and the wisdom to do better the next time around. Hallelujah. And if it was a test that we did pass, hallelujah, prepare us for the next one to come, Father God. Hallelujah. For this is a season, Lord God. Hallelujah. Where you are needing your people, your children, your warriors to increase their faith in you, Father God, that we will not listen to another voice. The Bible says, your sheep know your voice and will not follow another. Father, help us, Lord God, hallelujah, to distinguish your voice from any other that we may not follow, Father God, an imitator, but only, hallelujah, the unique, the one and only, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. Hallelujah. You, hallelujah, Yeshua, HaMashiach, Yahweh the Christ. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for providing all of our needs according to your riches and your glory, Father God. Hallelujah. As you call back your men into position, Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for giving me an opportunity, Father God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! To be a conduit, a vessel, Father God, that you have chosen to use to give your word to your men and your women of God on this night, Father God. I pray, Lord God, that I may sit down, that you may rise up, that I may be put behind the cross, hallelujah, that you may move in all power. And Almighty, In Jesus' mighty name Lord God, we give thanks and praise And I thank you for each and every person, Lord God That has come upon this line Father God, those that are local Those that are in other states Those that are even in other countries We glorify you We thank you for the podcast Those that will be listening here uh, Days, weeks, months, years from now I just pray that you may Stamp this episode With your anointing Hallelujah that it will change the lives of those as they hear my voice. In the name of your Son, Yeshua, Messiah, the Christ, we pray, amen, and amen. Glory be to God. I want to welcome everyone once again. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, don't you? Hallelujah. God just wants a praise. I mean, if you look at what he's done through your life, over your life, protecting you, guiding you, loving you when you didn't love yourself. Hallelujah. When you weren't thinking about him, guess what? He was thinking about you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Let's do this. We're going to go ahead and go into our weekly schedule. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now this number, five one five six zero five nine eight three nine is the number in which we'll be using. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. So on Wednesdays, we have... Kingdom Encounter, this is our Bible study, starts at the same times, all the times are the same, hallelujah, 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, amen, hallelujah, that is our Bible study at the same number, 515 Glory be to God. Then we have on Friday, we have Beta Mentoring. This is our conference line, hallelujah, where we're mentoring, training, and bringing up, hallelujah, those up-and-coming leaders, training them on what to do, how to do, hallelujah, qualifying them by the Word of God, hallelujah, not by man, not by no degree or no seminary, hallelujah, but by the Word of the living God, hallelujah, and they're able to come forth and share, exercise their gift, prophesy, hallelujah, give sermonettes, hallelujah, and just get comfortable in their gifting so they can take it outside of the church and be effective amen again that's on Fridays at 5 p.m. pacific 8 p.m. central 9 p.m. eastern amen at the 515 605 9839 number amen hallelujah then we have on Saturdays we have uh an hour of power amen this is our 1 hour of intercessory prayer. I'm going to tell you, if you come broken, you'll uh, leave healed. It's a powerful line. Uh, this last Saturday was really, really, really good. Now, this number uh, is different, okay? It's a 727-731-4401. Again, that's 727 731 4401. Now, this is at noontime Pacific Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central and 3 p.m. Eastern for one hour of power. How many of you know that Jesus left the Garden of Gethsemane and came back to the apostles and they were asleep? And he said, Can you not tarry with me for an hour? So, can you not tarry? with the spirit of the lord for one hour amen and then tonight sunday hallelujah we have my brothers keepers men's ministry where we're going over the measures of a man qualifying the man of. The mature man, hallelujah. How many of you know in the days of the word, hallelujah, they qualified the leaders? See, that's something we don't do today. If we did that, I'm quite sure the majority of the leaders would not fit the qualifications, amen, hallelujah. But we're raising up leaders, hallelujah. And it's uh, our jobs as leaders, hallelujah, Uh, to teach the word of God and to give those that are coming up the ability to be all they can be and to walk in the character of a God-fearing leader. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So we have been talking about 20 different characteristics of a mature man, straight out the Bible. And with this, we must understand that, Uh, In order to be a true leader of God, you must qualify by these standards. Why? Because they're biblical. Why? Because this is what Jesus laid down from the beginning with his apostles. And from that point, they took it to the other apostles. So I am here... As an, an Apostle of God to pass down what has been given through the Word, amen? So let's go ahead and turn our Bibles to First Timothy, amen, chapter 3, and uh, we're going to go ahead and start at verse 1, amen, and we're going to make our way down to verse 7, glory be to God. Now, before we get started, uh, I want you to go ahead and get your paper, your pen, Amen, your Bible, hallelujah. Uh, It makes no sense to be on a line where you're being taught and you don't take notes. As I always say, the Bible says to study the word. It doesn't say to listen to somebody, but study. So the way you study is you go over something a couple times. You pull out some other books and dig deeper to get the understanding of what it is that you're hearing. Amen. So go get your pen, your paper, your Bible, hallelujah, I'll wait for you, and uh, when you get back, we'll go to 1 Timothy chapter 3, hallelujah, starting in verse 1, amen, amen, hallelujah, glory, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, 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 shifts, Lord, and now by seeking glory, Father. Hallelujah. Okay, here we go. First Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1, it reads this. This is a true saying. If a man desires the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. Now, a bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine nor striker, not greedy of filthy liquor, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous, one that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of god that's a great question not a novice least being left up lifted up in pride he fall into the command the, the condemnation of the devil moreover he must have a good report for them which are without least he falls into reproach and the snare of the devil. Father, we thank you for the word of God. It is blessed. I just pray, Lord God, that you just set me aside and have your way in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. So we are on part seven of the measures of a man. Hallelujah. And so through uh Timothy and through Titus, we're able to see twenty characteristics.
2: Of a leader. Now they're speaking of a bishop, but they're speaking of a leader. Amen. It said. It said in uh, uh, in the book of Acts,
0: when the people came to the apostles and said, "Hey, the widows, uh, they're not able. They're not getting their fair share of the food," and so the apostles told them, hey, we got to pray. I'm just having them in here. We got to pray, spend time before the Lord. Why don't you go pick, uh, I think it says seven men that are qualified, okay? So they qualified leaders back then, you see, and we should be qualifying our leaders today, not by uh, 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 a title, not by, A doctor's degree Not by a seminary school Not by how good they can hoop None of that By the word of God So we have 20 characteristics And today we're on Characteristic number 7 Which is hospitable The Bible tells us That A bishop should be Hospitable In verse 2 it says, a bishop then must be blameless. We already went over the blameless. We went over being the husband of one wife. We went over vigilance. We went over being sober. We went over uh, being of good good behavior. Now we're at giving to hospitality. Okay? This is where we're at today. Hallelujah. So let's look up the word hospitable. What does hospitable mean? It means that you are friendly. And welcoming to strangers. Are you friendly and welcoming to strangers? Are somebody that you don't know, do you just treat them disrespectfully? You know, no love. You know, you don't want to give them help or anything. You know, hospitable. We must be hospitable. And this really, to be honest, isn't just for leaders. This is for a believer because a believer should be operating out of love. And to to, to operate out of love, meaning that means you're hospitable. You have a friendly nature about yourself, a welcoming nature about yourself, not just to people that you know, but to strangers. Amen? God, hallelujah. 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 Turn with me to Romans chapter 12 Romans chapter 12 And we're going to look at verse 10 We're going to start at verse 10 Romans chapter 12 And verse 10 Glory be to God Hallelujah Listen The Bible reads this Alright, here we go Be kindly affectionate One to another With brotherly love in honor, preferring one another. Verse 11, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Amen. Number 12, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. And 13, disputing to the necessity of saints giving. To hospitality Given to Hospitality See the Bible tells us here That we should share With God's people who are in need We should share With one another oh, God. We're in a what they call a Pandemic I call it a pandemic. Amen hallelujah The food prices is going up Tissue is running out people are going And hoarding stuff not for Their community not To help others, but for themselves, and they call themselves Christians. We are to be of assistance, of a help to one another, friendly. And welcoming. I, I welcome you to come in and get some tissue. I welcome you to come in and get some food. No, I don't know you, but I see you are hungry. Are you willing to do something of that magnitude? This is hospitable, and this is what leaders need to operate in, okay? Amen. Listen, the word
2: hospitable
0: means being generous generous. And caring for others, also. Generous and caring. This is uh, why we call our hospitals hospitals because it's being hospitable. You're caring for another. Amen. You're caring for another. Okay. They are, uh, it's a place where you can help people who are physically or emotionally hurting. Okay. However, the church is also to be a spiritual hospital as well as a, a natural hospital. Why? Because it should be a place where people are are helping one another in a friendly and welcoming way. Do you see this in the church today? Do you see people helping people? Amen? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let me show you some places in the Old, in the New Testament where the church had to come together. Hallelujah. Because it seems to always happen when something's going on, like with this pandemic. You know, it's like the, the we can come together in the time of urgent need, when there's something that really takes place. If you remember uh, when uh, the tsunamis hit. And 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 a, and a hurricane whatever hits Florida, you know we can come together as believers and help one another. But what about just the everyday?
2: You know when nothing's going on, when it's sunny, a hundred degrees outside, can we still unite and come together? Amen. Turn to which me to Acts, Acts chapter four. Let's
0: look at the beginning of the church and see what was going on. Acts 4, and let's go to uh, verse 30, Acts, what was that, Acts 4? 4 and 34. Yeah, Acts 4 and 34. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 4 and verse 34. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to read 34 and 35. It says here, Let's go Le- uh, Neither Was there any among them That lacked Neither Were there any among them That lacked For as many as were Possessors of land Or houses Sold them and brought The prices of that, The things That were sold And laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. This is the greatest demonstration ever of hospitality. Well, outside of Christ giving his life, but uh, uh, of the church coming together. And demonstrating hospitality, individuals that had homes, had land, and they became believers, happily
2: went and sold their land and gave it all to the apostles to distribute to every believer. So if you had nothing,
0: guess what? Now you had something. You had something. Why? Because everything was given as you had need. So if you needed food, you had food. You needed shelter, you had shelter. You needed clothes, you got clothes. Because those are the only necessities that we truly need. Amen? So they had the things that they needed, and they probably had a little bit of what they wanted. Amen? Glory be to God. But everyone gave hospitality. Today, we have a hard time getting people just to pay their tithes. Amen? Glory be to
2: God. Not understanding that the tithes are to, for the church can be hospitable for those that have a need. Amen? Glory be to God. But see, we have some some
0: false teachers, some false prophets that have come in and You know they have uh, they have people believing that you know the church and the leaders are taking all the money and using it for themselves and you know that's not every leader It's, it's a lot of them but it's not every leader this is why you have to discern your ministry before you join a ministry. This is why you have to allow the Spirit of the Lord to lead you to the ministry, not your friend, not how the choir sounds, not how big the church is or how popular the church is. Let the Spirit of God lead you because you want to make sure you connect to the right vein because if you have A A, A positive blood and you go to a B negative church, you're going to die because the blood that's in that church don't match your blood. So make sure that you go into a church that has the blood that you have so that you can get the nourishment you need. Hallelujah to grow. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. See, unusual circumstances will always create special needs amongst God's people. Unusual circumstances. Like I was telling you guys, you know, you get a tsunami, you get an earthquake, you get a disaster that takes place. That's an unusual Circumstance. Amen. And what takes and what we do is we come together to assist and help each other. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Listen, up in Antioch came to the rescue for the church and Peter. Excuse me, and Peter. Go to Acts eleven and verse 25. Let's read about that real quick. Acts eleven and verse 25. Yeah, see, the church came. To his rescue And today There's churches that do the same thing But you know you got to be a part of the good old boys club You know (laughs) Doesn't make sense But
2: that's the truth It says this 25 It says Then departed Barnabas To Tarsus, For to seek Saul And when he had found him
0: he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that, that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people.
2: And the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. So if he didn't know Christians were first called Christians in the church of Antioch. But before then,
0: they were called believers. I like believers because when you, if you believe the word, you'll walk by it. Christians, you know, they talk about it, but, you know, they really don't want too much to be about it. You know, you didn't, you didn't hear that from me, though. 27, and in these days came prophets from Jerusalem unto Antioch, unto Antioch, verse 28, and there stood up one of them named Agabus and signified by the Spirit that there should be great dearth throughout all the world which came to pass in the days of Caesar. Amen? All right, 29. Then the disciples,
2: every man according to his ability,
0: determined to send relief unto the brethren
2: who dwelt in Judah. Now, listen, I'm going to stop right there. Do you see what it says? It says that they were determined. They were determined to sin. This means that they were breaking their neck to send money to Judah to help them. Verse 30, which also they did and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. You see, in those days, the church, it didn't matter what state you were in or where you were at. They were close-knit.
0: They were unified. And if something was going on with the church or if there was a famine in that area or whatever the case may be, all the other churches came together. Now, I'm not going to say all. Let me take that back because there were some that, that didn't have as much as some other places. But the ones that had, they were determined to get that money to them. Amen. And they didn't give the money just to anybody. They gave it to elders. And guess what? Elders were qualified. Amen. So they were trustworthy. Amen. Because you're not just going to give your money to anybody.
2: Who's your treasurer in your church? Is he trustworthy? Or does he just have an accounting degree and knows how to cook the books? Come on now. Hallelujah. So. What we have is we have the ability or how the church
0: came to the rescue of those in Judah. Also, and you can look this up yourself uh, for time's sake, Philippians chapter 4, verse 10 through 20 talks about when Paul was facing a need, when he was uh, in jail, amen, and he had a need. Hallelujah, how the church came to his rescue. That's in Philippians chapter 4, verse 10 through 20. You can read about that. Hallelujah, glory be to God. The need is still with us, people. There's still individuals. There's still churches that are in need. If you look around today, you got people, you know, I mean, mean, regular people, citizens, that are living in tents because they can't afford to live in an apartment. Amen. Hallelujah. And now you have individuals that are living in apartments, but they don't have a job. They were laid off. Amen. And they're not able to pay rent, and it's very difficult to get food. We're in some very uh, 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 turbulent times. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's for us as believers to be hospitable. Not to just the people you know, but to strangers, people that are in need, because this is what we are called to do. Amen. Now we're talking about the measures of a mature man. Are you hospitable? See, women don't really have this problem. My wife, she's so—I mean, she would drag people in. That I mean, she just, she's just hot, you know. She's, she's friendly. She, you know, strange, you know. But sometimes, as men, we can kind of. You know, we kind of stand off No, you ain't coming to my house, man No, I'm not giving you no No, don't ask me again You know, we can be like that But we're not supposed to Now, discern the spirit You know, and know that You know, it's of God That they really have a need But, you know, we need to be more loving Especially in this hour, people If we call ourselves believers Hallelujah Glory be to God We still have needs Ephesians chapter 4 and uh, verse 28, if you want to follow me there, hallelujah, let's see what Paul's telling them over there in Ephesus, hallelujah, pertaining to being hospitable, being hospitable, glory be to God. He said to them,
2: let him that stole steal no more, talking to these people that were thieves, he said, if you were a thief, stop stealing. But rather let him labor, working with his hands, the things which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. So he's telling these these, these, these converts that have come out of the world and into the things of God that didn't have a job that were stealing. Hallelujah to Get a
0: job, work hard, and give to those that are in need. That's like saying, hey, you just came off the street from crack or hair run or prostitution or whatever you did, whatever, whatever, you know, uh, 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 strip club, whatever, and go get a real job and give to those that are in need. Now, see, most people that come from these places that I know passionate. They're compassionate and they know what it's like to be out there and they would be willing to give. But then you have those that once they come out of that and they begin to get some things and grow, they forget where they came from and, you know, they're going about their business. But we as true believers, as true Christians, it is our job to work and to give. We're not working and getting a check and and supplying our home with all this Great and beautiful stuff for ourselves. We're supposed to get and give, pay our tithes, pay our offerings, and give to those. Give them elms. Elms are uh, money, or clothing, or something that somebody needs. See, this is how we keep. It, it, we give, we get. We give, we get. It's just a circle. But see, in some of us, we got we got a, a dam holding back our blessings because we ain't giving. We're not doing anything, Hallelujah. If you want to receive, give. The Bible say that it's a spiritual law. Give and you shall receive. Amen. He's talking. He's telling you people. Let him labor, working with his hands, the things which is good that he may have, that he, that worker may have to give to him that needeth. Amen. Amen. See what we have is it only for us
2: but also for for those God leads to you hospitably I don't know, hospitably
0: <laughs> we should be moving in if you remember that verse it talks about you know uh you know don't turn away everybody because you never know you might be entertaining an angel amen amen hallelujah what would have lot, lot done when the two when the two men the two angels came to him and he went and took them in the house and served them? What if he turned them away and wasn't hospitable? Hallelujah! He probably would have burnt up with Sodom and Gomorrah. Hallelujah! Do you understand that we you know this this when, when you when you're hospitable you're to be hospitable with a smile on your face and a in a heart of joy, that you're able to be a blessing, that you're able to help, not grudgingly, not complaining. Amen. Amen. If you're going to give, give with a cheerful heart. This is what the Bible says. Amen. Go to go to first Peter with me. First Peter four and chapter eight. First Peter four and eight. First Peter four and eight. And it says this, and above all things, have favorite charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Charity amongst yourselves will cover. What is charity? Brotherly love, affection, goodwill. Amen. If you have this, it will cover a multitude of sins. Amen. Hallelujah. So the basis of hospitality is true Christian love. If you have true love within you, that's a foundational a uh, uh, feature of being hospitable. Now, if you, you don't have that, 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 that love in you, it can be kind of difficult. If you're still self-centered and selfish, it, it could be kind of difficult because you want everything for you. But when you're hospitable, everything is not for you. you. You're willing to give and sometimes give more to others than you get for yourself. Amen. Glory be to God. If we go down to verse verse 9 there, hallelujah, it says, use ho- hospitality one to another without grudging. Without grudging. What is it saying? Without murmuring. I, mean, I wish these people would get out of my house. You know, they say they're going to be here for a week, and it's been three months. They better hurry up and get up out of here, you know. Or, or, or you, you invite somebody in and you say, well, you know, I got some food. here. Why don't you go ahead and go to my refrigerator and take a few things? They better not take that steak in there. You know, just murmuring and complaining, you know. Hallelujah. You know, me and my wife, we went through a lot of things, hallelujah, so that the God can get the oil out of the olive. We had to go through a crushing, hallelujah. So we were homeless. We were sleeping on people's couches, and, you know, we stayed in a shelter, hallelujah, but we would go to some folks' houses, and it would be nice for maybe a week. But then all of a sudden, you know, people's attitudes change and behaviors change, and the next thing you know, we, we're being told we got to go. Amen? But, but, but this is not how we're to be. And I thank God that he showed us that because he was showing us this ain't how you're to be as being a child of mine. So I want you to see this, and I want you to act differently. This is why we are, are, why we are the way we are because we've, and we know what it's like. Hallelujah. And we have the compassion for God's people. Amen? Glory be to God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Unselfish motives are the true test of Christian love. Can you be unselfish? Can, can, can there to be no motive? I mean, you know, you know, you know, you don't want people to. Oh, look at him! He's, he he took a whole family into his house. Oh, he's the greatest. You know what, what? Why do you do what you do? Are you unselfish with it? I mean, is there is a there, there, what's your motive behind it? Amen. See, we are not to respond to others' needs because uh, it's a it's our duty, it's our responsibility to do so. No, rather it, it, we should come to people's uh, uh, come to their rescue because of our heart, because of our heart, not because it's a responsibility or duty. Have you ever heard somebody say, you know, well, you know, I helped you because it's my duty? It's what I'm supposed to do. Well, no, it's not in your heart. You're just doing it because you know you feel it's something you're supposed to do, but you're you're doing it grudgingly. Somebody pull pull over and 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 they help you change the tire, you know. And they they're like you know, well yeah you know I I seen you here so I'm you know I'm coming to help you know this this is my good deed for the day you know people say things like this but they're doing it grudgingly you know not from the heart not at all please. Not all, you know, you get some that do it for all the right reasons, but there's many uh, that don't, especially when you're dealing with women that, that have flat tires. Because they, most people assume that a woman with a flat tire is going to give you some money for helping her, amen? You know, so, you know, what's your motive? What's your motive for, you know, helping an individual, amen? Now, one thing I do want to say is we, we must move in caution. Because if you look around these days, you know, you'll see people with all kind of cardboard signs talking about need money for this, need money for that, need money for this. And if you, you walk down the street or, you know, you, you walk five miles, you know, with, with, with $40 in your pocket, by the time you get to wherever your destination is, you'd be broke if you give your money to each and every individual that has a sign. Because believe me, you're going to run into a many a signs going five miles. So you have to discern, hallelujah, who is who and what is what, amen. Be very mindful, hallelujah, when you show your hospitality to strangers because people take your kindness for weakness at times, amen. So, you know, somebody says, well, hey, you know, I'm hungry. Can I get, you know, $10, you know, for some food, you know, yeah, I can help you. Come on, let's go. I'll go buy you some food, amen. You make sure he's not going to get a six pack or some drugs. You know what I mean, Amen. So be very cautious and and use wisdom, Hallelujah. When you're helping strangers that you've never seen or, or know, Amen. See, see, when you when you when you're hospitable, <laughs> I'm getting tongue tied, y'all. Uh, when you're hospitable to another believer, you will not lose your reward. When you are hospitable to your brothers and sisters, you will not lose your reward. Why? Because when you are hospitable to your brothers and sisters, you're being hospitable to Christ. Why? Because Christ is within your brother and your sister. Amen? Here, let me show you. Go to Mark chapter 9 and verse 41. Go to Mark chapter 9 and verse 41. Amen. Hallelujah. This is what Jesus says.
2: He says, For
0: whosoever shall give you a cup of water to drink in my name, because ye belong to Christ, verily I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. Amen. So when you give
2: to your brothers and sisters,
0: He's telling you there's a reward that you have in heaven that you will not lose. Do you realize sometimes when you do stuff for people and then you go around telling everybody, man, you know what I did for Joe? Man, Joe didn't have his money for his rent, man, so I went to the bank and gave him $1,000 so he can pay his rent, man. And they say, man, you know what? That was a great thing you did. That's your reward right there. Whatever that person said, that's your reward. Amen. Hallelujah, because you're looking for someone to give you accolades when the accolades are to go to Christ, because Christ gave you the money. Hallelujah. So don't take the, the glory from God. Amen. He did it through you to help this man of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let somebody else give you praise. Don't give yourself praise. Amen. That's what the Bible say. Glory be to God. See, as Christians, we are to be. Generous and hospitable This is one of the Outstanding marks Of a mature Believer
2: He's generous and hospitable Amen Hallelujah Is that you? Are you generous?
0: You know somebody needs something Oh
2: yeah I got you man I got you no problem
0: Or are you man wait a minute Last time I gave you some money You said you was going to give it back and took you a week and a half and you said you'd have it tomorrow. I ain't giving you no money. I mean, I mean, come on. You know, we people have, if somebody's asking to borrow something, you, it must tell you they're having some hard times. You know, if you
2: cannot afford to give it without it coming back, maybe you shouldn't give it. Because money sometimes ruins a
0: relationship just because someone had a need. And if they had a need, that must mean they're struggling. And they're probably doing their best to try to get it back to you. But then you have some that want to take their kindness for weakness. That is true. But we're supposed to love them anyhow. And if they did come back and ask for some help, it is for us to help them. Don't let your brother go without because he couldn't pay you back. Amen? Amen? See, that's a mature believer. That's someone that's hospitable. Generous Amen Hallelujah Now Hospitality Begins At home Did you know that It begins At home Turn with me to James Chapter 1 And we're going to read Verse 9 and 10 And we're going to be We're very close to being done I'm going to finish up Hallelujah, real quick here. I know it's getting late there on the East Coast. All right, James chapter 9, and, excuse me, James chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. Thank you. James chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. It reads, let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted but the rich in that he is made low because as the flower of the grass, he shall pass away. So we must understand that those that
2: have need to be brought down low. And those that don't have Hallelujah Are able to be exalted To be brought
0: up Let the brothers Of low degree Rejoice And in their rejoicing He will lift you up See when you don't Have anything and you're able to praise God In secret He'll reward you openly He'll he'll make you a, a, a Spectacle of Look at what's going on with Fred. Amen. But then the rich, in that he be made low, because as the flower of the grass, he shall pass away. Money comes and goes. It comes and goes. Amen. So how do
2: you use
0: your home? Is your home a place where you don't invite people in? Nobody, you know, nobody... You know, somebody wants to come stay with you for a week, they can't because you ain't
2: going to let nobody in. In the New Testament times, the church was held in the homes. They assembled in the home. It was the church. Amen.
0: And who would run the house would be the house owner that would be a mature believer. He would be qualified. And then when that house got full, they would find another mature believer and train him up and open up his house. Amen. So how are you hospitable enough to open up your house to help others? Now, I'm not talking about, you know, opening up your house and let people run through your house and open up a, you know, recovery house in your own house, you know. But what I'm saying here is this. When people have a need, are you willing to open up your house? Are you willing to say, hey, bro, you know, I know it's snowing outside, man. Come on. Come on, man. Come on in and here, you know, let me lay something out on the floor here and go ahead, man, and just sleep in here and stay warm. You know what I mean? See, this is what we ought to be doing as believers. Now, we have to be very mindful because we don't want to just let any old body in. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about going out to the street. I'm talking about they got people in the church that secretly are going to a tent, secretly are sleeping in their car, secretly
2: ain't got no food for them
0: nor their kids because their ego and pride will not let people know. But you know. You can tell. The Spirit of the Lord will talk to you and let you know. But sometimes what we do is we don't listen to the Spirit when it says, go buy that person something to eat. And you look at them and say,
2: don't look like they need nothing to eat to me. He weighs about 250 pounds. He's bigger than me. No, don't go by what you see. Listen to the Spirit of God and follow what he says. See, people, me and
0: my wife, me and my wife, you know, they didn't know we was homeless. We were doing a conference line. They didn't know we was homeless. And we'd go to church, and we'd be, we'd be dressing. They'd be, they look good. But they didn't know. We didn't have nothing.
1: We was homeless.
0: And then need provided all of our needs according to his riches and his glory. And we thank him for it. Hallelujah.
2: Glory be to God. So listen, people. I got a couple questions.
0: Amen. I got a couple questions here. We're at the end. And I just got a couple questions I want to ask. Hallelujah. This will help you when it comes to being hospitable. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Love is the key, people. Remember that. You'll never develop hospitality as you should without becoming a man of love. We must love, okay? As we have seen, love is foundational in developing the quality in our lives. Almost every passage in the New Testament that refers to being hospitable is attached to some type of emphasis of Christian love.
2: So love is the key. Now love is doing what is right. So
0: begin to show hospitality, not uh no matter how you feel about it. Okay, begin to show it. Amen. Hallelujah. And develop a plan. Decide on some specific Uh, um, um, uh, uh, how you will go about showing hospitality amen there's many different ways that you can show hospitality look for an opportunity to share your home with spiritual leaders pastors missionaries or other christian workers invite them into for dinner you know uh, have a have a, a, a men's Bible study and and, 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 and maybe get some chips and dip and, you know, pray and eat and be merry. Amen. Hallelujah. But these are some of the things that we are needing to do, hallelujah, as believers. See, this is a good start. And as you begin to see the feedback, because, see, to be honest with you, if you remember, we were talking about the first thing is reputation. What is your reputation? So when you become hospitable, it will increase a better reputation for you because you'll be a giver. You'll be a person showing love and supporting and helping. Amen. And as that begins to circulate, hallelujah, People will begin to look at you different. Glory be to God. Become the leader that you're called to be by becoming a mature man. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we give thanks, honor, and praise to you. Hallelujah. For this word. Hallelujah. Help us, Father God, to be mature men. Help us to be more hospitable, Father God, to strangers. And loved ones and people that we know, co-workers, help us to be a man of love, Christian love, hallelujah, and women, hallelujah, glory be to God, that we may be able to have a good reputation here on the earth as it is in heaven, in Jesus' mighty name. And I pray for those, Father God, that uh, have uh, have uh, grudges and, and treat people kind of bad and things like this, hallelujah, if there's any that listen to this on podcast down the line, hallelujah, or even are on the line now, hallelujah, I stand in the gap, and I touch and agree with them, Father God, that they repent and churn, allow the love of Christ to overtake them, that they may be more loving towards strangers, loving towards their wives, loving towards their family. Hallelujah. Glory be to God, so that they may turn and have a good reputation and become a leader, a mature believer for Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. I want to thank each and every person that has been on the line today. I want to thank those that are listening on podcasts. Amen. I want to thank those that are listening in other countries. Glory be to God. I really hope that you got something out of Part 7 in dealing with being hospitable. Next week, we're going to be speaking on uh, Part 8. Is going to be, uh, I think it's communicating, communicating uh, sensitively. Yes, communicating sensibly. Amen. Hallelujah. Able to, so we're going to be going over that next week. I hope you tune in, go to our podcast station, listen in, get all you can out of this before next week. Hallelujah. Begin to apply it in your life. My desire and my vision is that when we get to uh, week 20, everyone would have been transformed, that they will be walking more maturely as men of Christ. Amen. And as we say after each and every episode, walk
2: by faith, not by sight. We love you. God bless you. Hallelujah.